Welcome to Blunts and Bravo. This is the show where we get super high and then we talk about our favorite Bravo shows. That's right. And by our favorite, we mean exactly that. So there will be no below deck talk here. It's exactly what we are watching on Bravo. So right now, that is all our lovely housewives. And oh, Summer House, Summer House is, is coming. coming back soon. And if, well, if we ever get Vanderpump Rules back. It's kind of hard for them to do Vanderpump Rules when the restaurant not open yeah uh villa blanca's closed yeah for good crazy yeah oh yeah we should introduce ourselves uh Rhonda. i'm tish we are uh longtime roommates uh best friends and uh bravo partners in crime maybe not so much crime but <laughs> <laughs> i don't need any investigations on my life thank yeah, you very much no no today we have decided that we are going to talk only about uh the real housewives of potomac's second part of their reunion oh there was so much so, so much, much to talk about so before we get started i'm gonna need to take a hit okay so let's let's buckle up part um, two I thought the last five minutes of part one was a wild and crazy ride. I did not realize that ride would continue on throughout all of the next episode. I wish there was an Emmy category for best reality TV moment. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it would have got this one would have been it. this would have been nominated for right. sure. <laughs> so let us not dilly dally. Let's get into this second part of the reunion so the second part of the reunion starts off with the continuation between monique and giselle about jamal and uh, it was rough even to see it again the second time (laughs) and let me just state that this whole reunion part one two and three it was a hard to get through especially if you were doing them back to back because when i went back and did notes i thought that i i was exhausted yeah i was surprised including the finale that even though we have seen these episodes we know what's gonna happen i still got uncomfortable or anxious at the same parts i still got mad at the same parts yeah i still laughed at the same parts it this was like a very powerful season of potomac and i see why it's really broken out this year quarantine and things helped a lot too but this was really a powerful season i even think that if quarantine hadn't happened this season would hit as hard oh yes for Mm -hmm. sure i mean it it was just in addition to with everybody already being at home yes now andy asked if he thought that the show caused relationships to have issues it oh i don't see how it can't yeah especially when you go back and you see how everything is edited and you get to literally see what your friends are saying behind your back or your mate is saying about you i mean yeah on a hot mic (laughs) yeah on a hot mic because i'm sure ray had a couple of moments especially when karen was drunk where he probably was not happy and yeah we will find out later that he kind of laughs it off but you know it had to sting yeah I mean, it just had to sting. Um, You can tell Giselle's super uptight. She says she's fine. She is not fine. No. And I can't blame her. Like, that was some pretty heavy-handed stuff. And I do... I don't know. It's hard to feel bad for her because she has been so heinous. And shitty. About other people's relationships. And it's 
she is very funny the way that she says it but it is still really still really shitty and she still looks really ugly for how she says it and i mean i i don't i was thinking about giselle coming in when uh ray and karen had the tax issues Mm -hmm. and karen had that press conference Mm -hmm. and then giselle came in with the the t-shirt the free uncle ben and all that shit and i was like damn giselle's been a hater for a long time yeah um it is kind of interesting they are doing this thing um, where they are showing more and more backstage stuff, mm-hmm. which I actually like because it's more fun that way now. Like we, to a degree, we very much know how the sausage is made. So like, who cares? I think I said that about the last episode too, but listen, we, it works, it works. We love it. So when they get back to it, we start off with Ashley, you know, um, they show the little montage. I'm not surprised they're bringing up the motherhood stuff. But, you know, they did show that part between Wendy and her and... I just still don't understand why Wendy went the route she went in regards to... I I guess at that point, because I think Wendy watched it back too and was like, ooh. Yeah. But I think at that point in time, both Cameron and Dean were very small babies. So I'm sure she still had some like hormones, postpartum things going on. And she does say that, you know, when when they bring it up. But I have to say that at that point, in filming I got the distinct impression that because she was friends with Candace she wanted to dislike Ashley Mm -hmm. and maybe that was because while they had made up and I use air quotes when I say that she actually look Candace doesn't ever let a bone go and so I'm sure she told Wendy some stuff and Wendy went in with an expectation of wanting to dislike her Yeah, I wondered that as well, because especially after the fight, you know, you never got to see really um, how Wendy and Monique, for instance, would interact or Wendy and Ashley alone would interact and... I wonder if the fight was the main cause of it or if it was Candace being like, yeah, I don't really fuck with them or whatever. So like, you know, your friend well, I mean, you have telling you when, what's going on with the group. When this happened, this was at uh, Monique's place. Mm-hmm. So it was before the fight. I mean, we knew it was coming just the way Monique was acting with Candace. But this was really so early on. I do think that Candace was like given the tea about all the ladies and she couldn't help not break, you know, saying the things that happened between her and Ashley. Yeah. And that maybe Wendy went in with a preconceived conception Mm. that was tainted because of Candace. Yes. It is always seeming that she defends her marriage. And even and it was funny because she says that that she doesn't so much feel like she's defending it. It's just that, you know, people are questioning her and that she has to answer them because, you know, she's in fact defending her marriage i mean come on ashley a lot of the reunion i i don't know if she was like staying calm for the baby or what have you but like aside from that little bit in part one she spent most of the reunion like chill and like even when she answered the questions about michael and things she was like you know relaxed she was chilling she's like i'm not i'm not letting you hoes get my blood pressure up (laughs) i do notice i did notice and i don't know if you noticed but when scenes with michael came up 
Mm. Especially when it came to like the engagement party. She was like actually almost crouching down in her chair. Like if she could have gotten smaller, she would have. Oh yeah. I'm sure seeing that back is like so embarrassing. It's still embarrassing for me, a person who does not even know these people who is watching an edited version on television. And I was still like, oh God, they're showing it. Okay, here we go. (laughs) So Michael wasn't there. And I don't think he was there because he didn't want to explain himself. And also he knows none of them like him. Yeah, Ashley said that they thought that the reunion was going to be the week after the wedding. So there was that conflict there. That's one of those kind of... It worked out for him. Yeah, and I think it's... I I don't know how much I believe that he wanted to come to the reunion and deal with all those questions. Yeah. So I was a little uptight or sad or I I had an emotion. I'm not exactly sure what, what the emotion was when it was brought up about, you know, the stripper in the hotel. And she explained it off as basically it was tit for tat because when they were separated and on a break, and I know people have distinct feelings one way or another about that, but that she had her own dalliances Mm -hmm. well okay and that is something they talked about and they said they got through and that she didn't necessarily blame him or what could be that upset with him about this incident because she you know had had her past experience Mm -hmm. and my thought was yeah but you weren't actually with him in a relationship with a child when you did it that's when he did it to you it seems like it carries more weight on his end than hers. And I'm not giving her an out on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. You think because the stakes are higher now because they yeah. have the kid? I think the stakes are higher and that when she was out and seeing other people, they were for all intents and purposes at that moment thinking of divorce mm-hmm. and that the relationship was over, which is a different thing than actually being in the relationship and just having a kid and wanting to be married together still. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And I know that she wants to believe that he did not have sex with that woman. I am sure that she is skeptical as we would all be if any guy was like, no, we just went to sleep. But she is like, okay, I'm going to trust my husband. This is what he says. And I am choosing to believe him. And I get that. If that's how she needs to move forward and continue on and that's what she wants to do, then, you know, that that is surely her prerogative. I did think it was interesting that they moved to open marriages and that she had to mention that Michael's only attracted to women. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, you know, because I mean, we, yeah. We know the rumors are there. So, um, so in case anyone was worried or interested, Katie and Ashley were not the hookup. Supposedly, Katie said she'd slept with one of the castmates and everyone thought it was Ashley. Ashley wanted to make sure that she did not go there. Yes. Um, I found that very interesting. Uh, she, I heard it was Sharice. You know, I would not doubt that. I just think um, if Sharice to me is so boring that I don't want to think of her in sexual situations. But it also makes her seem a little more interesting. It It doesn't to me, though. Really? Yeah. I'm like, why do you keep showing up on this show? That I don't understand. I don't know why Sharice keeps showing up because she was boring when she was on it. She's boring when she's not on it. (laughs) 
so I don't know. Like, I get that she's, uh, I mean, the Potomac ladies are, I think, one of the rare housewife groups that are actually friends off camera as well. Mm -hmm. So I get it in that regard. But no, Sharice, go home. Thank you. I thought it was funny that Andy asked Karen um, how she felt about Michael and Ashley's relationship. And she went on to talk about how, you know, she really supports Ashley and she wants them to succeed and be happy. And then he turned around and compared that to, well, what about Giselle and Jamal? Messy Andy. So messy. And the reaction between the two of them, they are not frenemies at all. They are enemies. The the FR is very small. I think the (laughs) FR fell off. I mean... I, I really do. The reactions between the two of them, the disdain that each has for the other. I mean, it's yeah, just Yeah, Giselle, this is the first reunion. Like, before it was, like, them being shitty back and forth, but you could tell, like, there was that. They, like, after this, they, they would like probably go and, like, they, have dinner or something. or something. Yeah, yeah, and it would be fine. And now this season, I'm like, oh, y'all, you really don't like Karen and... I don't it's like understand they, why, really. They wouldn't go for dinner, but there might be a knife fight. <laughs> Karen will have security over so quick. <sighs> Two shakes of a lace front and security will be right there. So surprise, surprise. They showed uh, more footage of Michael touchy touchy on a producer. Mm-hmm. You know, Ashley tries to explain the pinch and then Andy, you know, and saying that, oh, well, the producer and them were friends and they had a different relationship. Mm-hmm. And then Andy's like, well, yeah, we asked the producer how he felt. And he mm-hmm. was like, no, it was not consensual. <laughs> he did not approve to have his bum bum touched. I feel bad that she has to answer all these questions, but also this is who she married and they are on a reality tv show again i do not understand why people are on reality shows and think they can get away with this stuff i mean come on yeah i it just it blows or that they think that oh they they won't air this they'll edit this out no they won't honey I don't know exactly how I feel about Ashley saying that she no longer has the prenum and she did not get the postnum. Yeah. But now, you know, because she has two kids and I'm like, girl, if you were going to have that done, it should have been after he had been caught with that stripper. Because just because you have two kids doesn't mean he's going to give you a big number. You could have forced him into the big number before. Yeah. But, you know, and especially because she says that if he ever cheats, that she will definitely leave. And girl, if that happens and she doesn't, she is going to get dragged. And I think people are, I think that's ultimately what people want to know from Ashley. Yeah. Like, is there a last straw? What is the breaking point that you will leave this man alone? So Uh, they move on to Karen. They show her montage that just reminded me of just how great this season was for her yeah i was like oh the the trip back to surrey such a more peaceful time you know oh i was like oh look giselle and her are yeah like they're friends she like specifically invited giselle and ashley so they could see where she came from now i want to say something really quick because i feel like i need to get it out some people are going to be like tish seems really hard on andy Yes. We haven't even gone there yet. We haven't even gone there yet. 
I'm just saying there is a reason why I am angry with Andy Cohen and how he handled this reunion. So if you see that there's a little snippiness to me in regards to him, it is because of that. I thought it was super shady of him about the car incident where they had to walk and she was in the car at Surrey Mm -hmm. and how he had to bring that up. And I know that people are like, well, he's just normally kind of shady like that. I think that this is a precursor to Mm -hmm. what we are coming to. I'm just going to put it that way. I was really upset that the montage had to bring in Robin and Giselle and the whole Karen doesn't like Ray's dick. Yeah. Like I knew it was going to happen. I wish they had not done it. But I mean. it. They did not spend as much time on it as I thought that they would. Well, they had a fight. They didn't have to. What? Let's not lie about that. Like this, and whole... I don't think that. But also, like, what is Karen gonna say? But no, and then Robin is gonna say, "Yes, you did." And Karen's gonna be like, "Uh, you're gonna tell me I don't like my husband's dick." And she was very <laughs> classy about it. She said that no, she does not feel that way, and that that was disgusting to say. And mm-hmm. I had to agree. Yeah, completely. And he does question ladies about how being on the show has affected monetarily. I thought it was interesting because it's clear that he asked everyone and they only chose to Two people. put in Monique's and of, of her being like, oh, I don't I don't need this shit. Like my husband has money. Uh, it was Monique and Robin. Mm-hmm. Those were the only two that they asked. And I do have down here. Now, let's be honest. Monique is a little shitty when she responds. <laughs> this little check, you know, isn't nothing compared to what Chris brings in. But, you know, I get to put the money towards my business and so forth. So, yeah, she was being a little shitty mm-hmm. about it. I do think that Andy took that shitty and went. He was like, oh, this little check? Got you. Yeah, like he went for her hard. Yeah. And I thought it was really kind of Oh, out Chris of isn't making that same amount of money, right? Like... Yeah, it was like... Okay, pocket watcher. That was... (laughs) Mind your own checking account, sir. Yeah, that was a little crazy for me. And that too, yet another precursor. Yep. Um, The the roller coaster is click, click, click going downhill. (laughs) I thought it was kind of gross. Um, when they asked Karen about, you know, I knew they were going to, they had to bring up the stuff about Ray and that he didn't know if he was in love with her. Mm-hmm. That was a big part of her storyline. And I understand that Giselle though comes in and it is like, oh, well, I heard that before. And this wasn't because she hadn't heard it before. It was because she was embarrassed because it happened in front of the camera. Yeah. I thought that's crazy. Like who... Why is that your first reaction? Like, oh, this isn't genuine. She's just embarrassed that it's on national television. Like, I mean, you can have a multitude of emotions at at once. Embarrassment could have played a part into it as well, but she also looked really fucking hurt. She, yeah, I agree. I think she looked really hurt and it really bothered her. Wendy made two comments about Karen and Ray and that she doesn't talk about sex. So it was weird for her to hear how much Karen was talking about sex. But the funny part to me was when Monique and Ashley on the side were like, what is she talking about? We talk about sex all the time in this group. Yeah, it makes me, I think Wendy's a more uh, conservative type of person. Boring. (laughs) You mean boring, right? That's the word you were looking for? Boring? Conservative. Boring. 
And she's like, we do not talk like this in my How, social circles. But did she perhaps. not know what she signed up for? Had she well, not watched the episodes? No, no. Okay, well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> You know, they brought up the fact that Karen seemed so much different, so different this season, so different. And she was. Yeah, I she did was. agree. And then when she made the point about, or I don't know if she made the point or Andy asked the question, but basically about that her parents have passed on and now she doesn't have to worry about how she looks on television because they will be watching and now she gets to be her more authentic self, which made a lot of sense to me. I agree. And it also made um, Giselle's uh, reaction to her in past reunions make sense about, you know, when she was heavy on this grand, grand dame and etiquette and blah, blah, blah. And Giselle would be like, what the hell? It makes sense now because she's like, this is not who you are. Why are you being this character on TV? And now she can be herself. And Giselle is Giselle. Yeah, I have down here that, you know, Giselle couldn't help but make Karen try and try to make Karen look bad in that segment where she was making her little digs Mm -hmm. and stuff. And and yeah, even Ashley's like, it always kind of surprised me because when we're with no cameras, Karen's a lot of fun. And then the cameras came in. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I completely understand why she would feel that way. And she does have more freedom. I mean, it is a very sad reason as to why it happened. But I think that I don't know if maybe it's a generational thing, Mm -hmm. but I kind of feel like Karen and that generation would care more about what their parents thought than perhaps, say, Ashley's generation. Yeah, because their parents, it was big on what are people going to think. And now she doesn't have to worry about that. So now is when it gets to be a lot. Um, This is the, uh, they go into Monique basically. Mm. I just wrote 16 minutes of Andy, Candy, Jizzy, Wendy, and Robin gaslighting Monique until Candace has an overdramatic exit. I call it the Great Potomac Gaslighting of 2020, (laughs) or yet we can also call it the day Andy became that asshole. Because it is. He said on social media, I guess either today or like the last few days, because people, especially in Monique stands, have been heavily in his mentions. And he's like, look, I went just as hard on Candace too, but they didn't edit that. So when did they go just as hard on Candace? I, I mean, he you got to remember this is 11 hours of, and I we don't that. know what was left out. Yeah. And there's some interesting questions about the editing and we'll go into that later but let's oh yes, continue on many questions okay so we watched monique's montage and i got really sad because it was noticeably shorter than everybody else's and that's because the fight happened and they abandoned her <laughs> period <laughs> that's what happened no matter how you feel about the exchange that is what happened You know, of course, they show Giselle getting her rumor started. And I am saying it is her rumor because she is the one that pushed the issue. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's actually really sad. Like the way these women feel about her, Monique's bird ran away and they are saying that they don't believe that it actually ran away and that she did. Yeah, that she like what a stupid thing to try and get attention for instead of like. I don't know her businesses and her podcast that she's right? like trying to get off the ground. Like, oh, I'm I want to be I need to be in the press real quick. Let's say my bird flew away. Like, what? That that's, then, if I was a publicist, I'd be like, that sounds lame as fuck. 
Go to sleep. Right? Just pet the bird and be cool. Yeah. Like, I don't get it at all. Though I have to say the scene where Wendy, with Wendy and T'Challa, still brings me joy. It... It is probably my favorite gift moment yes. of the whole season. I agree. It is. The, it was the most gifable. Yes. Like that, I, I will give uh, Wendy that. She had two very, like that in the Wendy Slither. <laughs> Look, this is very mean of me to say, but that's the only reason why Wendy's going to be able to stick around because she gave something this season because her storyline was nothing. Yes. She basically, her place in this season was trying to piss off Karen and trying to be Candace's best friend. Those were her two biggest goals in in the season. And uh, trashing Monique. (laughs) Oh, and trashing Monique. But that I consider as being part of Candace's best friend. Yes. Okay, so um, of course they brought up Chris and the humongous champagne bottle oral sex joke. I thought they spent um, too much time on it. Too much time on it. And it was not that big a deal. Like it was a bad joke. Yes. He apologized when it was brought up if it was offensive. Uh, The person it was about did not find it offensive. And also the person that it was about knows his sense of humor and married that sense of humor knowing it. So uh, you know if the other women were up to about it that's because the other women want to be uptight with Monique and her family Mm -hmm. though I am not going to lie I kind of have felt in the what we saw when they were filming Monique was that Chris was kind of being trash he wasn't helping with the kids he was giving her a hard time about working yeah like he wasn't being supportive you know you and I had discussed before that we had thought that was going to be what the storyline for them was going to be and surprise surprise it was not very not (laughs) But yeah, I I thought that I could understand him being called out for not helping with the kids. And he kind of is later on. But that is what they wanted to talk about was the bottle. Yeah. And I thought, you petty bitches. <laughs> Baby rumor. So uh, it kind of talks about Sharice and why she's upset with Sharice. And, and you find out that her old BFF, Gigi, mm-hmm. who had been in the first season that she was in. Yes, season two. That she and her had a falling out and Gigi went and tried to start this rumor stating that Chase, the youngest child, is not Chris's baby. Mm-hmm. So Karen hops in and says that Giselle's the one that started that. And allegedly you find out that there was a plan made right after Andy's baby shower the that pl- night. The plot. They'd gone out to eat and this plot was made that they were going to make this baby rumor the storyline for the season. Yes. Um, but it didn't happen. But it didn't happen. And that's where the no gaslighting. No one's ever heard of this plot. Yeah, this is where the gaslighting starts. So Andy says, quote, you're talking about this plot, but it did not air on Real Housewives of Potomac. And I love that he said that right after they showed the clip. Of, of Giselle, Giselle saying, saying it. That's where I was like, really? How can you say that, Andy? Now, here's here's the thing. And I got to point this out. This whole Monique section is filled with gaslighting. And while I felt that in many ways during the season that editing made Candace look like a victim, mm-hmm. in this instance, I feel production came through and showed proof 
of what was being said. Yeah, it was like they watched this back and said, "Uh, uh, uh, we're gonna prove this. We have to, we have to debunk this." Shouts to them. They made that part two very spicy. You know, Monique says that Bravo didn't show all of it that was filmed, and they kept telling her that it doesn't exist. But you know, we saw Giselle allude to it twice, if not more times, on screen about this story about her and the trainer, mm-hmm. how they were seen, and then they even go on to show a clip of Giselle and Robin and Giselle full on tells Robin, oh yeah, that kid's not his. Mm -hmm. Giselle is great at manipulating a situation so that you like, it like she makes you, other women implode like does that make sense yeah and she's always like i I don't know what happened she likes to whisper really mean things and when people get upset and start to raise their voice she acts like she never said anything but the whole time she was feeding them she totally was hyping up candace at uh robin's engagement party for sure like she was not that upset until giselle started saying her little piece which wasn't even true and then candace Candace got even more upset. She's been doing this for years, Miss Giselle. Just instigating situations and then being like, huh, well, look at that. I think the thing, though, is that normally she isn't as gross as she was this season. Yes, she was like the ugliness was very on display. It was, yeah, very, very right in your face. Now, the next quote, I believe, is the funniest line in the whole season. Hmm. Bravo doesn't condone violence. I love every video maker who has taken that clip and edited every fight on Bravo and, and Real there has been many. And there's so many. So and many. now we don't condone violence because there were charges involved. Okay. You know, I was a little uptight going in um, to the talk about the altercation between Monique and Candace. And I really feel like I had reason to when we <laughs> continued watching the, the, the reunion. You know, I just... We start with a very short background on the relationship between Monique and Candace. And I'm not actually upset with Giselle about telling Monique that Candace has in, had invited Charisse. Yeah. Because while it might have been done to be shady, it was accurate information. Mm-hmm. Now, I think giving no heads up was a bit screwed up on Candace's side. Yeah. Which makes me think that, and and she even says something later on that just kind of proves that she knew what was going to happen and she did it, didn't care. Ashley definitely fueled the fire by going in and talking about how Charisse, you know, once Monique and her weren't doing well, that Candace, you know, really <laughs> tried to befriend Charisse and wanted to be Charisse's friend. And oh, oh, messy Ashley. Messy Ashley. But, you know, I think the thing that bothered me the most about it is that she told Giselle and she told Giselle so she could keep her name out of it. <laughs> it's like telephone, television, tell a Giselle. <laughs> You know, Ashley knows if you want someone to get your dirt out, go to Giselle. It's like going to a blogger. Yeah, Giselle, I I went there. I said what I said. (laughs) I thought it was funny when Robin said, quote, Monique doesn't want us gossiping about people because she don't want people to gossip about her own marriage. No shit, Robin. Who wants anyone to gossip about their marriage? Didn't she spend like two or three seasons arguing with Ashley about how she and Juan weren't married and it wasn't a healthy relationship and blah, blah, blah? 
How I, I think Robin should have uh, set that one out. Yeah. I think that Robin should have set this whole thing out, which makes me mad that she opened her mouth about it at all. <laughs> and I'm going to say why in a few moments. <laughs> I believe I have stated before that at the cabin, I felt that Monique was gunning for Candace. Yeah. Not for a physical fight. She wanted to argue. Mm -hmm. She wanted to verbally accuse her of what she felt she had done wrong and had them argue about it. Mm -hmm. Like she was cooking for a fight. I don't think she wanted it to be physical. Now stating that at the bar though, she didn't start it. Candace started Mm -hmm. it. And Candace started it when she started talking shit. Is that a frog? (laughs) Sorry to God. (laughs) Sorry. Random frog. So again, as I was saying at the bar, I don't feel that Monique started it. Candace started it when she started talking some shit. And when they show the clip of the fight, Monique said, I thought that was Candace that pushed me. And we now all know it was Giselle. Yes. And that Giselle said she wasn't pushing her. She was trying to get her to stop. I don't know why people act as if Monique turned into wild animal mode and they don't understand. Now they have either never gotten in a fight themselves or it doesn't matter how they feel their standard of what everyone else should act like is is how it should I think be. they just don't like Monique and they haven't liked Monique especially Giselle yes. he hasn't liked her since I have four homes yes so this was great for her and great for Robin to be like oh my god I never liked her I knew it this is great so they asked the ladies if they felt that Candace inviting Charisse wasn't a shady move. And most of them agreed that it wasn't a shady. But Karen, bless her heart, kept it real and was like, yes, I full on believe that. She raised her hand and was like, yep, she sure definitely did. <laughs> Robin, Robin and her, you're giving Charisse way too much energy. Why do you need to prepare to see Charisse? And I'm like, Robin, who? When you don't like somebody, you would just like a heads up that they're there. And everyone knew that the rumor was going around and what it would be. And why would they not think that Monique would be upset by that rumor? And, you know, here's the crazy part. And this is what I mentioned earlier. This woman, who is telling not to give Cherie so much energy, went down to Ashley's place of business with Giselle to beat her ass physically because Ashley had some said something about Juan and her relationship. Fucking hypocrite. I was so hypocrite. upset that never came up. I, I was waiting the whole time. I'm like, they're going to bring up the fact that Robin and Giselle went to beat up Ashley, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Never did it. And I just was boggled boggled release the 11 hours bravo you cowards they go into fire pit you know of course she said she overreacted she admitted that she overreacted but they can't stop hitting her over the head with it like i don't know what they wanted her to say at that point okay so now let's just get into the gaslighting yeah let's just let's just do it just so you guys know my notes for these two episodes were 14 pages long (laughs) So there's a lot, okay? Monique said she was triggered because Candace kind of swiped her hand under her chin. Mm-hmm. And that it actually, that was what triggered her and that sh- that's what made her react and she blacked out. So, and I get that. I actually, I understand that. But then Team Candace, and let us state, Team Candace is, of course, Candace, Wendy, Giselle, Robin, and Andy. <gasps> oh, 
messy Andrew fully came to play. They all say that it never happened, that she never put her fingers in her face or, you know, like towards her face. This is where the editors pop in. And lo and behold, here it is. It right there. Fully We're going to slow it down for you. So you can see it. We'll repeat it a, a bunch of times so you cannot miss it. Candace didn't throw a broken glass at you. Oh, here it is. What's that? A broken glass. You threw it and then you threw another one. Oh, okay. Monique, you know, starts to explain and say that regarding, you know, the glass that was being thrown in her face, which they say didn't happen, but it did happen. I... <sighs> Okay, she said it happened simultaneously that, you know, the glass was thrown, she grabbed the hair, and that it it cut her lip, and she was bleeding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Andy's going on, you know, like, I I have to say, there's absolutely no footage of her throwing a wine glass at you, though. Andy, the woman had a wine glass in her hand. When when the fight started, she threw the glass forward, breaking the glass on Monique's face. Yeah, like yes. we saw her bleeding. Okay. <laughs> she we, was the only one who was bleeding in that fight. And this is the thing that kills me because Candace is still holding that broken glass in her hand, waving it around like a fucking wild person. And don't get me wrong, she's getting her ass kicked. I get it. You do what you gotta do to survive. It was a bad scene, but she did throw that glass at her. Now, if you need me to specify it, you she can say that she threw that glass toward her because the stem of the glass was still in her hand, so it never was completely released. It's the only way I can think that Andy thinks that he can say this and that it's it's accurate. Yeah, there's got to be some mental gymnastics. Yeah, because the stem's still in her finger. She did not throw the glass at her because it never actually left her hand. Well, the front of it shattered on Monique's face. So, and I think that's the thing that kills me is that Candace, I kid you not, and and I know I'm going to get some heat from this, and that's fine. You would think that Candace was in a car and hit a tree going 55 miles an hour and was now disabled with how she's acting. She got her wig shifted, and she's having PTSD episodes? It was very uh, interesting, especially the end of the episode. Like, they're showing the fight and the reactions are different because you have Monique who has examined this footage backwards and forwards up and down for who knows how long, especially once it got legal. She knows this fight. And she says that. Probably better than anyone. Especially considering And Candace can't even watch it. Candace hasn't watched it. Yeah, she like she looked like, away when they were showing it and, and said she, she still has, hasn't watched it. And she it. says she hasn't watched it. She said she has not been able to. So she doesn't, she hasn't seen her own reaction to that. And I actually kind of feel that, I mean, okay, I'm trying really, really hard to be compassionate towards Candace. She's not my favorite person. She never has been. I understand that no one likes to see them get in their ass beat on national television. Mm-hmm. Who would? Yeah. I would not. Especially by someone who was supposed to be as close of a friend as Monique and Candace were before Charisse got involved. I am dubiously <laughs> looking at you in that moment because I really don't feel like Candace and Monique were as good of friends as Candace likes to think. I feel like whenever, even if this if this fight had never happened, at some point, they Candace would, would yeah, Candace would be wrong about something, and Monique would say, "Hey, I'm telling you as a friend that you're wrong," and Candace would have got pissed off about it because that's what she does to everybody. Yep. Um, Monique explains, you know, that she's 
reviewed the tape over and over because of the court case and they blow her off and even andy's making negative sounds as she's trying to explain like he's in the background going yeah right yeah they're like why 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 are you just so calm watching this like this isn't new to me and she even said that the she went through her shit already yeah and and i i have a a section about this Uh, you know what she tells them is that look the state of maryland decided that she did not attack candace that it was a fight between two people that it that it was just as much candace as it was monique and so it canceled out Mm -hmm. okay then andy was like well you went back out to get her again oh she was yelling all these things at you no they weren't oh okay Bravo <laughs> then turns around and shows unaired footage of Candace screaming, you're fired, you hood rat, you bitch, you're fired. You're yeah. going to be fired. Like just continuously with that mouth. Yeah, and she's like, all right, well, if I'm going to be fired, then I'm going to earn it. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, is as an adult when you know the rules of society that we are supposed to follow uh that is a bad reaction but it is also very human and i listen i i grew up very differently i grew up in the hood in detroit these (laughs) these fights this would not have been a season yeah You but know, it also wouldn't have gotten legal. And it's interesting to me that it it got that way. Oh, wait, is this more episode three? No, because I talk about the same thing that you're talking about right now. And and I said, look, and this is, here's the thing. Look, no one should get in a physical altercation yeah. if possible. Mm-hmm. And while I don't know whether Andy Cohen has ever been in a fight, I can only assume he has not by how he has reacted during this program. I have to assume everyone who acted like Monique shot her in the leg. Had to have never been in a physical altercation yeah, before. Because Except for Robin. Like, oh my God. You know Robin has. That girl's a scrapper. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. she forgot. <laughs> she Obviously. forgot what it's like. Well, you know. Or, I mean, I'm sure it's guess, different because they don't like Monique. Okay, but here's the thing. I understand why Monique went after her again. Because oh, of absolutely. Of, She's like, I'm fired. All right. You're in that situation. It's she was already, already hot. Physical. She was already hot. Adrenaline was shooting out of her ears. She was ready to finish what she'd started. And by started, meaning, you know, grabbing her hair and beating her against the table, which, you know, not, we also do not condone violence, but we understand it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you're heated and there, and there's been violence and, and you've not, you've known it's happened and you're not calmed down. And, and it's not like it's a switch. It isn't like you get in a fight and as soon as the fight's over, you flip the switch and you're calm and rational. You're irrational for several hours afterwards mm-hmm. because you're all hyped up. And I think that it was kind of crazy when Andy was trying to make her seem like a bad person because she went after her again. And I'm like, I don't know anyone who has ever been in a fight that would not have done the same thing. Yeah. And would not have had to be held back the same way. You know, I mean, if you have good friends, at least they should be holding you back. So you because that would have been much worse for her legally if they had let her go. Oh, for sure. Because she would have hurt her a lot. Yeah. I really do think. She uh, would like have been, like, been like, all right. really, really bad. You know, but I understand when she said, okay, you know, I, if I'm fired, I might as well go off and finish her off. I mean, it's not the best mentality, but at that moment, I, I mean, you have to look at it from both sides. We sound terrible. <laughs> oh, well. 
you know, they never showed Candace's full reaction when they did the editing, when we watched it on the season. And, you know, we got a, a different show of Candace showing the unaired footage that makes Candace look different. I wish that if this whole season or the whole back half of the season was going to be about the fight and Candace versus Monique, uh, we should have at least been able to see the both footage. of their sides after the footage. And after the fight, I mean, because after that and Monique went and apologized and then pretty much after Candace filed charges, you didn't see Monique that much. Hardly and I I would have liked to see her figure out why she had that reaction. And she started to get it with her pastor. And then she was gonna apologize to Candace because she realized then that it wasn't her fault. And then Candace pressed charges. And that's where everything stopped. And that's why it never improved. Yeah. And I think that if she hadn't done that, if she had even just waited like a few more days, she would have gotten the reaction and the regret and remorse that she was looking for the rest of the season. Um, and I don't mean that in that? a way like the rest of the season is going to be Monique trying to make up to the to kiss, kiss Candace's ass for the rest of the season. But I mean, she would have been able to. I would have liked to explain Monique go through more of her therapy and her journey on how she got there. Yeah. Like you know, the fact because... that this upset her so much that she like she wasn't eating. She wasn't sleeping. You know, and it's it's kind of crazy because. But here's the thing. They don't like Monique. And it's obvious. Like, even when she did the meeting with the women to apologize to them, it made it sound nefarious. They all made it sound like she was trying to do something because, you know, she didn't have any remorse. And, and she's explaining, look, I put these women in harm's way. I needed to apologize to them for that. But yet she was vilified because she apologized to them and not to Candace. Well, she had she was still trying to figure out why that situation triggered her so badly and she hadn't had that epiphany yet she even said at the time when she had that meeting at that time she felt that candace was the one that had started the fight yeah and that candace was in the wrong mm -hmm. but she wanted to apologize to the ladies because there had been violence and had put them in harm's way but now they're really you know this is where i'm really starting to get pissed off with candace because you know you get right down to it her wig shifted she's making this a big huge deal and granted I i'm not taking away from the fact that it might be traumatic for her but i am also going to state that last season her mother hit her in the head with her purse <laughs> And this was not the reaction that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did not get half of a season of her crying and sticky notes. Yeah, it is very weighted against Monique. And, you know, Monique asked if, if you know, as they go and talk to Candace and Candace gets very emotional and she starts to cry and she can't speak. And, and frankly, this is also where I'm getting upset with Candace because, you know, she has to talk about it and she goes into full four-year-old mode. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. the, I just, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to see it. Mm. Why does she have to be here? Mm. You know, I was like, <laughs> Candace, you are a grown woman on a reality television show. You know, you're going to have to talk about it. It was filmed. It was the main plot of this whole season. It was a large 
part of the preview. It's why people were watching this season to begin with to see what how did this fight come to fruition. So while Monique, while Candace is upset, Monique is like, you know, I'd like to say something. And then Candace is like, you don't get to say anything. You don't get to talk right mm-hmm. now. And then Andy's like, yeah, you don't get to talk right now. Let's wait until Candace gets to talk. Is that your Andy? That's my Andy. Okay. That's my Andy impression for this for this reunion. I'm just saying. Then uh, Candace goes on and talks about how she hasn't watched the footage and that no one, you know, no one wants to watch them, you know, selves get hurt. And then Giselle jumps in and starts talking. But Andy thinks it's totally okay for Giselle to talk because she's team Candace. Mm. You know, she starts talking about how it's not anyone's business to say that Candace should be over it by now. Bye, bitch. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. I understand mm-hmm. if Candace wants to hate Monique. Mm-hmm. I understand if Candace wants to dislike and hate the moment. But she didn't get knifed. She was not in mortal danger. Mm-hmm. She did not almost die. It was traumatic in a surface way. I'm sorry. Some mm-hmm. people will be really upset with me for saying that. Mm-hmm. But as someone who has seen some shit in life, it is really hard for me to sit and relate to her when she has been privileged mm-hmm. in many ways in her life. This was an argument that she was just as much accountable for as Monique. Did Monique get violent? Yes. Should she have? Never. Mm-hmm. But she did. But that doesn't mean that Candace didn't have a part in what happened Mm -hmm. and that's what my issue is because she takes no accountability Mm -hmm. whatsoever so candace starts talking about monique allowing the narrative that candace started the fight and that it was all over social media you know and that and you know it's really kind of crazy to me because she said she didn't start the fight but she did because monique was trying hard to avoid her that night and they were at a small table but she was being cordial I think the the, the alcohol, starter, yes, definitely the wine did not help because they like were getting increasingly shitty with each other. But also, let us show a light at Ashley and Giselle because they were like, "Oh, are you guys friends again?" You know, Giselle was like, "Oh, you know, are you guys getting along?" Mm-hmm. You know, and then Ashley's like, "Oh, I'm gonna dip to the bathroom." Mm-hmm. You know, and then Monique, you know, we all know what happened then. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I think that uh, there are different aspects of how it went down. Yes, Monique went violent and that's why she's being vilified. And the violence I understand vilifying, but you also, it is not a black and white subject. There's a lot of gray area in here that people seem to not want to talk about because in their view, the higher ground is, well, one is never violent. They must be terrible if they're violent. And what's funny is that I know that some of the people who are saying this have been violent in the past or would be if somebody were to get in their face people don't know what their triggers are sometimes until they are triggered i will yeah monique found that out the hard way and unfortunately so did candace you know what candace did get just dragged hard on social media i will give her that and i will even give her like before the the season came out and we all knew that the fight had happened monique was being kind of like she she wasn't correcting any sort of narrative that she beat up candace or that she dragged her or whatever because her fans were in her mentions like oh girl we heard you drag candace she must have got what she asked for 
and she would like like the comment or something like that. Yeah. And so in that regard, I completely understand them being like, okay, so she does not regret have regret or remorse for this at all because she is still kicking with her fans about it. Okay, I'm going to be the devil's advocate on the opposite side of that. Mm. This was before the season happened, which means the fight was very, very recent. Mm. And she was had not gone through therapy. She had not gone through the steps to figure out what the hell had happened. Mm-hmm. She was still in anger mode. Anyone in that state of mind is not... They're in their emotions. Yeah. You know, and so she was in her emotions at that period of time because she had not gone through the steps to figure out why it happened or what the real reasoning was or any any of that. So, yeah, she did do those things. And I understand Candace being upset about that. But at the same time, there is no grace given to anyone, which bothers me. Mm -hmm. It's like for me, when I'm in a situation, I try to look at it from every side, including the person who's opposite of me in my thought process so that I can try to make the situation better. Mm -hmm. So I could be more understanding so I can meet them halfway. So with Monique at that period of time, I don't understand. Candace was in it too. Candace talked shit too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like she never said anything. And it's not like it wasn't pointed out in the season that her flaw is that she doesn't know how to shut the fuck up on social media. Yeah. Robin herself said that in front of her at a, at a dinner table. Uh, So it's, it's one of those moments where yes, she shouldn't have done it, but you also have to think that it was right after it happened and she was still full on in her emotions. Yes. Okay. I can see that. So throughout this whole reunion, Monique has been very calm and poised and collected. And Andy points it out and starts to shame Monique for not being emotional when Candace is sobbing and her makeup's rolling down her face like giant globs of paint. And she's, you know, obviously emotionally upset. And Andy is basically shaming Monique. For not being like, oh, poor little Candace, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if I had gone through. And, and and also, let's let's do a check on this. That incident happened over a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not going to have the emotion and the emotional output that you had when the incident happened. Well, unless you're Candace. I mean, that I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't as well. And and I think that's why I'm having a hard time being sympathetic towards her because of what the incident was and how the fact that she ha- has not moved on from it and she's gone to therapy for it. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure that the therapy is for the incident. I think the therapy is for, let's face it, she probably did not have the easiest upbringing with her mother. Mm-hmm. You know, I would assume she's got some childhood trauma that she is also probably working through as well yes she definitely has mommy issues i think i think we know that from past couple seasons especially around when she was getting married so yeah they talk about uh, he he's like shaming monique about how you know she's behaving and she's like look you know this incident happened a year ago i've had a while you know and this is not the type of person that i am a very a-type personality i try to find what the moment was for me that was triggered so I can make sure that it never happened again. Like she was trying to describe that how she was trying to better herself by understanding what she did so it wouldn't happen again. And they were full on rolling their Mm -hmm. eyes and making noise. 
you know, finally, you know, Andy's like, well, you know, uh, are, are you even upset about the incident? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I am upset. And like, I've also had a year of therapy <laughs> and, you know, watching this fight a million times from every angle possible. I don't have the same emotional reaction. And Andy's reaction to that was, well, uh, you didn't say that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let us do our blunts and bravo. Yes. It's uh, it's pretty clear that the blunt goes to Andy Cohen, that Messy Andrew. That ju- asshole. <laughs> that asshole. Just, man, his contributing to the gaslighting of Monique. And the obvious bias. Yeah, uh, it was it, it was, was weird. Gross. It was very weird. And I I it made me question if Andy should continue to host reunions. If he can't be unbiased in that format and, and platform, I mean it's not fair to the cast members. Yeah. And in in one way, you know, I can understand that the relationship that he has with these women from back when he was their boss, it's different, even though he's not doing that anymore. But he still has his favorites. And it has yeah. been said that Andy has his favored women. Yeah, look who was at the baby shower. Exactly. And so it it seems to me that, yeah, it was just, he, smoke one and calm down, Andy. <laughs> You need to sit back, get a blunt, put some nice music on, maybe light some candles, lower yeah. the lights, just get into a, a thing, meditate. Meditate's good for the soul. It'll bring you back. Get get your get your get it back together, man. For fuck's sake, Andy. I was I've been rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I've never in my life yelled at a girl like this. So that brings us to our Bravo. Yes, the Bravo being the editors. For the reunion. They really did that for us. Yes, thank you for, I don't know if it was because they saw that she was being gaslighted and knew the truth and felt that the truth needed to come out. If they were Team Monique, whatever, it was refreshing to see the editing team make sure that they stayed honest. Yes. And, uh, you know, sometimes that doesn't happen. And that this woman is not just making shit up. Yeah. And and I also found it interesting because I kind of felt, I said before, that I thought that the editing team who, you know, did the series made Candace far more sympathetic. Mm Mm-hmm. And that when they edited the reunions, Candace did not get that grace that she got in the season. Like they let it show that Candace too was was in there mm-hmm. as well. So you know what, Bravo! And you know what, take a blunt too because you know why not? You deserve it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have an edible, please. I was gonna say on us, but I'm not. No. <laughs> Waiting for that stimmy. <laughs> If you'd like to contact us with comments, questions, uh, whatever, please feel free. You can get us at bluntsandbravo at gmail.com. It's all written out, all one word. You can also follow us on Instagram, also at bluntsandbravo, all one word, lowercase, nothing special. And uh, we will see you next time. Stay safe and and stay stay baked. baked. Bye. Peace out.